Kyle, did you notice Alec Baldwin's hairy, hairy like, chest? Yeah, his hairy Manchester at yes. this. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you were paying attention to other things during oh, those I scenes. Oh, I love me some Kim Basinger. Regardless, like I was a little, uh, it was a little weird that there's a '70s version of this film. Yeah, '70s, you think you know hairier men. And Alec Baldwin out chest hair Steve McQueen. Maybe one of the only things he out McQueen's McQueen in. Yeah, usually like McQueen, not a hairy chest. But more manlier. At least you know. You know, I, I pulls guess, off the badass heist guy. Yeah, I guess chest hair does not define manliness. Nope. Oh, oh man. What about Philip Seymour Hoffman? Iggy Pop. Amen. Let him rock. I'm a fucking idiot. Red meat. We crave sustenance. I'm an artist. Hello, my name is Jimmy Cody. Why don't you have some fun? Fun, fun. Tommy. That's uh, a pay thing. Whoever she is, I'm gonna find her and I'm gonna hurt her. I've spent the past three years learning Finnish! <laughs> I'm always home, I'm uncool. This is a process of dehypnotization. Shut, 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 shut up! Hi everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the PSI Love Hoffman podcast, our love letter to the remarkable career of the late, great Philip Seymour Hoffman. I'm Brian Rodriguez. And I'm Kyle Reinfried. We're always home, we're always uncool, and we're always ready to talk great movies. Today we're going to be chatting about 1994's The Getaway, not to be confused with the 1972 Steve McQueen version. Yes. This is the Alec Baldwin version, so sorry, yeah. uh, the Steve McQueen McQueen versus fans. Baldwin. Yes. So this is a remake, to be clear. And this week we have our third guest. Yeah, we're really excited. Uh, our friend, uh, actor, model, warrior against the patriarchy, Jenny O'Connell. <laughs> Ooh. Oh man, yay. Any other yay. titles there you'd like? Oh god, um glitter enthusiast. Oh I glitter think. enthusiast, yes. Oh, <laughs> um, the film like... or just literally glitter? Maybe both. <laughs> I know I the answer. Know. I know you, the answer. You do know so, the answer. As someone, yeah. we, and we've watched and talked about glitter before. I don't know, like the maybe film. like crap <laughs> like I I'd say like uh, I don't know like what title I wanna crown myself to be ruler of the puppies, but you know, just like <laughs> Master of Puppies. That's like, fair. That's master fair. of Puppies. Yeah. So, so, Jenny, what have you been up to these days? Oh, man. Um, I would say I've been up to just, like, surrounding myself in a nice little ball of media because the world is just really shitty. <laughs> so I'm like, Mystery Science Theater 3000 and, like... You know, watching um, Hobgoblins, which has a really what? fantastic <laughs> song. Yeah, you should you should see it. It's... It's amazing. So it's like, been, <laughs> been watching that, been watching Legion, Rick and Morty, finally, uh, yeah, like, fucking back, making me want um, the Szechuan sauce, like, you know. Yeah, what was the deal with it? Did they have, like, a secret premiere or something? They like, did, yeah. yeah they were just, like, um, like Dan Harmon, the ultimate asshole, was just like, you know what? <laughs> April Fool's, motherfuckers. Like, I'm going to release this now. <laughs> so. Like, oh, it was, it was on April great. 1st? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah they just, like, looped sense. it. So, you know. Yeah, they just looped it for, like what like five hours or something yeah like something that. like oh that. really oh yeah. that's cool yeah. Yeah. yeah i definitely have to i need to catch up on my rick and morty yeah and then Way also behind. twin peaks because that's that's also coming out soon so it's it's ah, more playing yeah. like catch up with like you know familiar but also it's, weird and dark shit it's a great time for tv but there's just so much of it there really is yeah, yeah. definitely i mean jenny we definitely wanted to have you on the podcast because i know the oh, two of yay. us <laughs> have had many a discussion of oh, yeah. mostly bad <laughs> movies. Yeah. Many a night where we went on and on about some films that maybe should not never have been seen. <laughs> okay, well, I'm, in, I'm intrigued. I know, it, it what has been kind of, oh, oh man, um, there's uh, what, Whatever It Takes, 
which is Aaron Paul's like first film role, and he plays the high school version of Tyler Durden, if Tyler Durden were an actual <laughs> thing. And James Franco is like a 40-year-old bouncer, but he's a high school student. And Shane West is like, you know, inexplicably oh, British, but maybe not. We've seen an awesome way high too school student. We've seen way too many and Shane West films. Have, have you yeah. seen his Pops commercial? Shane West? No. Shane no. We- oh, uh, Aaron, yeah. Aaron Paul. Oh, Aaron Paul. That's all. He's yes. just like teenage punk rocker, like, gotta have my pops. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, from way back when. So, no, yeah, so Jenny but... and I, if we were to have a podcast, yeah. we, it would probably be like. You're leaving me? Uh, surprise. Surprise. This will be the final episode of the Kids <laughs> I Love Hoffman podcast. That's fine. No, 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 Take but it. if we were to, to honestly have a podcast, it would probably be like a. Like teenage slumber party podcast. I love it while you're wearing while you're wearing a baseball cap that says "work, bitch." (laughs) I am wearing my Britney Spears cap, so maybe we'll post a photo of that. I was on that Vegas trip. (laughs) (laughs) Enough said. Enough said. Different podcast. But yeah, so uh, we definitely, uh, you know, I've loved your opinion on things in the past, and this is not really in the wheelhouse of those teenage films, but it is a '90s film. It does have some. Interesting yeah. quirks and oh yeah, it, it is it is indeed a film, a film <laughs> that I have a lot of feelings about. <laughs> but before we get into that, we ask all our uh, yeah, got a couple of key questions. Yeah, for we you. ask all our guests. Okay. So, some, some Philip Seymour Hoffman. First off, you're a fan. Oh my god, yes. Like to get a little bit, you know, less like cheeky and like more serious. Like uh-huh. he is someone who just inspires me so much when it comes to acting. He's incredibly dedicated to his craft he is in all of these films and it's brilliant because you feel like you're watching a person on screen and it's not like oh here's Johnny Depp in a funny hat you know (laughs) (laughs) like it's like you're like I know that guy like I could see that guy you know yeah he's really relatable Mm -hmm. he just brings like this warmth to all of his characters and it's like you never feel like too that he's playing like the same version it's like he's just giving us like different versions of himself and it's like it's always these like nuances that he brings to his characters what would you say if you can recall like what was the first film you noticed him in okay the first film was actually um along came polly which is weird because you would be like oh my god twister but no i (laughs) i ended up watching along came polly first i Uh hated that film except I really liked like him. I didn't know like who he was, but I'm like, oh, his like funny fat friend, because that's what his role was. Yeah, like, and definitely... anyone else would have been like, you know, just awful in that. But I was like, this guy right here, like this guy is bringing me sunshine and delight yeah. in this like pit of despair with Jennifer Aniston and like I think like a fucking ferret or something. Yeah, there's like, a ferret. Yeah, Rodolfo. Rodolfo. It. it does follow yeah. a lot of you know rom com <laughs> tropes. But mm. I think, I mean, I enjoyed, like, everyone in it. But yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman, by all means. He steals a show. Yeah, he, he steals, steals it. it. He and, stole it. And then the yeah. next person, honestly, would probably be the lead star of this film. Alec Baldwin's awesome in that movie. Yeah. So they team up again. Yeah. That, that's, that's, like, a later yeah. Alec Baldwin character Very that we later. start to see. Yeah, that's when he decides. Right. right now he's, like, trying to be, Full like, comedic. <laughs> yeah, in this yeah. film he tries to be, like, that smoldering sexy Alec Baldwin, <laughs> which is weird to say now. <laughs> I know. I know. And now he just, like... Yeah. Like rich big wig. You didn't think yeah. he was a Mr. Smol- Republican. You didn't think Alec he was a Baldwin, smoldering and sexy and it's complicated. The sex scenes with Mel <laughs> <Meryl> Streep. <laughs> I guess <laughs> that was like his transitional yeah. between. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, all right, so along came Polly, your favorite Philip Seymour movie and or role. Ooh, okay, um, it's really tough. I mean, because I'd say um, like favorite film of his is almost famous like I love him in that role like 
just I can listen to his monologue about like being uncool all day. I'm like yep. that. But then there's the role that broke my heart where like Boogie Nights where I'm like, "Oh my god, when he is just oh, sobbing god. in that car, yeah. like I cannot watch that scene without just oh, like tears and being like, all right. Heartache. Yeah, so I mean that, but then also it's so hard because it's like, then I'm like, oh, but Capote, he did all that voice work and like, Mm -hmm. I didn't even realize, like, he made me forget how deep his voice is and I'm like, holy shit. That is a transformation role. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's great. That's not a caricature. Yeah. There's like some people when they do those biopics, they're just like totally take on you know like there's yeah or like leonardo dicaprio's just like i'm gonna be boston now and i'm like really leo <laughs> <laughs> you a co-op now like okay <laughs> sure <laughs> oh man so i mean and you touched on this as well as you're an actor and you know this is a guy you've looked up to mm. that's something that like as a writer i'd love to like write a role for him unfortunately yeah. Yeah, I can't anymore. <laughs> but you're the first actor we've had on, so it was just great hearing that. I mean, it's something mm. I would... If I was an actor, I'd probably look up to him, but I don't know. So yeah. I once saw him walking on a street in the West Village. I think he lived around that area. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Which man. is also my theory. We'll get into it on okay. the, like, the episode of Along Came Polly. <laughs> but my theory is why he got that. Because, mm. like, you know, like you said, it's like the fat friend. Like, you yeah. know, like, not to, I love Jack Black. But you right. almost like picture like in that Jack Black. Is I, yeah, I've always, yeah, I remember being in the theater yeah. for Along Came Polly and being like, Ben Stiller, why is that not Jack Black? But no, I like yeah. this guy. Yeah, of course. Right, yeah. But isn't right. this supposed yeah. to be Jack yeah. Black? That's yeah. what I've been told. <laughs> but I just have a theory. I think we've discussed it, too. Yeah, so yeah. It's, a, it's mm-hmm. a communal theory that that movie takes place in, like, the West Village, like, that where they're playing basketball. So, That's, like, right yeah, around there. Really I feel like he was like, well, yeah, I can walk to work. So yeah. he right. just, like, rolled walk to work. He met Ben Stiller at a party, and Ben Stiller, like, reached out to him mm. or something like that. But, <laughs> oh, man. So this one. Not your favorite Philip Seymour Hoffman film, I think. Or he's credited no, as Philip Hoffman, right? Philip Hoffman, yeah. Because I feel yes. like even he is ashamed of it. <laughs> like, yeah, there's like... Or he's movies, just like, he's not Philip today. Hoffman, Philip Hoffman, yeah, he's Philip still, he's, Hoffman. Yeah, he's still yeah. Uh, experimenting with the name yeah. a little bit. So yeah. w- was this the first time you'd seen this film? It was, yeah. I've never first time is it going to be the well. only time you see this film? Probably. <laughs> Kyle, yeah. first time for you as well? First time I saw this film, I have seen the 72 film before. Yes, I've seen the original as well. And you, I you have not, because again, just going to piss everyone off here Steve McQueen will never be as cool as Paul Newman and he can just stop trying wow. so we got a Paul Newman film coming up on the podcast oh we do oh we do. Yeah. no <laughs> no Cool Hand Luke definitely like one of yeah. the top films of all time yeah. yeah I agree that's a tough one Paul mm-hmm. Newman Steve McQueen so what is the getaway about Kyle why don't you tell us alright here we go with one of my famous uh, you know, <laughs> synopses <laughs> John Harden you'll love that <laughs> Uh, Doc McCoy, played by Alec Baldwin, is stuck in a Mexican prison, so he tells Carol, his wife, played by Kim Basinger, to notify Jack Banyan, an influential crime boss, played by James Woods, that he is for sale, and when he's released, he'll lead a team to rob a racetrack. From there, it's a road of deception and betrayal in the getaway. A dog racetrack. A dog racetrack, yes. Yeah, it was sad. I know, the poor doggos. So I guess we'll start with Michael Madsen's in this film, and he was in the last film we reviewed. Yeah, that's pretty fun. Uh, Michael Madsen rolls back. This is definitely much more the Michael Madsen, like Manzi said on the last episode. Mm. You know, he was just expecting to go into, like, Mr. Blonde, like, not, you know, like a bad guy. I think this is Michael Madsen. He has the mullet. He's oh, that mullet, yeah. He's just, <laughs> he's just talking that, like, this the whole time. He's just really... Yeah, really and Money for Nothing, he was the cop, and he was, like, just... He was a good for cop, clues. and he, yeah, he, he, he did a good enough but, job in the But movie. in uh, 
the getaway here, yeah. he's like your, he's like you said, Mr. Blonde. Yeah, no. you're Michael Madsen. Except with criminal. that mullet, where he just yeah, Mr. Mullet. Yeah, there there was a point like I I just labeled him mullet. Like yeah. that was <laughs> where it was just like you're a mullet now. I'm very curious. By your hair. This is '94. Pulp mm. Fiction came out in I believe '94. He looks a lot like John Travolta in Pulp Fiction. John Travolta is supposed to be Mr. Blonde's brother. They're both the um, oh, in that like shared Tarantino. In that shared yeah. Tarantino. Yeah, world. that's interesting. So I'm just like very curious <laughs> if you know like. If Tarantino was like, can you grow out your hair? And then like he was just like, I got Travolta. <laughs> Sorry. And then the meantime, actually, no, he didn't do Pulp Fiction because he did Free Willy. <gasps> what? He chose Free what? Willy over Pulp Fiction. Michael Madsen. Yeah. What? We learn new things every day here. Oh Michael Madsen chose, <laughs> chose Free Willy over Pulp Fiction? Yes. Wow. Well, it's got what a Michael a Jackson song. Yeah. Get to work with a whale. Oh, kind of sad. Like the river Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> you always you always find some reason to bust into song here. You just you lay it out for me to play it out, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I just throw the softball and you just knock it out of the park. <laughs> <laughs> so another uh, we mentioned it earlier, but another future collaborator mm-hmm. uh, with Philip or another. It, this is a future collaborator here, yes. Alec Baldwin, yeah. star of this film. Oh, yeah. I would love to know if they talked about this film on Along Came Polly. Yeah, like because they have that boardroom scene in Along Came yeah. Polly. Mm. Just imagine like the down moments. He's like, <laughs> remember that? And yeah. I, I wish like, like Philip Seymour Hoffman was like, what was it like being married to Kim Basinger? <laughs> <laughs> I know, or just like I, I hope that there were some comments made about just like the amount of chest hair that like. Um, Alec Baldwin has. Oh yeah, hilarious we were talking about it before you got here. Yeah, it. <laughs> we were saying how weird it is, and you hadn't seen the the uh, '70s one, but mm-hmm. uh, we were discussing it, like I said, before you got here, and how weird is Steve McQueen in the '70s one? Not that hairy of a chest, yeah. and that's you'd expect that in the '70s. Yeah, one. '70s, you but think? Nope. Alec Baldwin comes out with that that like said, nest, that yes. nest, that rainforest. Little baby Robin was in it. It's like a sweater of chest hair. <laughs> yeah, uh. and Kim, she they both chose skin. Yeah. So, so that let's do another tie here. Kim Basinger and Alec Baldwin were a couple at the time. Yes, mm-hmm. when they were cast in this role, and uh, Steve McQueen and Ally McGraw. Yeah, so the original oh, yeah. Getaway were a couple yeah. at the time. So I guess like that was the the logic behind it. Yeah, I mean, I also just saw the logic is of like that whole thing being like Alec Baldwin just aggressively trying to prove to the world how attracted to Kim Basinger he is. <laughs> like, just super aggressive about that. It's like like if you've ever been to a party and you're talking with someone and they like approach their significant other and they like put like a claw around them being like this we is know my do boyfriend. That. Yeah, we yeah. <laughs> like this is my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> like, Isn't she hot? But, yeah, like, she's super yeah. hot. Look he, at her. He I'm and, attracted to her. Yeah. <laughs> like, he and Madsen like I like to imagine they had like a raspy off like they're just yeah. both in that movie they're just oh, yeah. very <laughs> too many cigarettes yeah yeah oh yeah it, just it dragging just... off Al Pacino cigarettes you know just yeah I, I read uh, that the director I think it was like kind of asked by Alec and Kim but mm-hmm. also he was the director all their love scenes we'll call there them love no one... scenes yes yeah okay, they're sex scenes love scenes whatever uh, they're physical scenes they uh... there are many in this film yeah yep. Um, they now not the only ones between the two. Then no, Madsen no, gets no. some loving too. He does. And uh, but all of those scenes with uh, Alec and Kim, no one else was in the room, and the uh, cameras were robotically, like mm. you know, mm. moved. That's interesting. Yeah, like I get it, but at the same time, everyone's gonna see it in theaters. Like I don't know if that's. Yeah. 
I mean, they must have, like, well, they must have gone over their marks and stuff. I, I don't think, just... like, carte blanche, do whatever they want. Yeah, you know? I'm not trying to get, like, too dirty or off topic, but, like, there's films out there when you've had couples, like, I'm pretty sure, like, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman and Eyes Wide Shut, I think some parts they actually had sex, and they just didn't, like, show it. But they, but they filmed like the. Well, movement. there's it's always that like secret thing in Hollywood. Like, is yeah. the sex ever real? The like, Illuminati are just controlling it. <laughs> That's not the secret thing I was referring to, but okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this film opens up with that scene, right? Um, where they're just shooting. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. They're practicing shooting Tecate cans. Yeah, Dak. Yeah. By the way, Tecate definitely like made a deal. The beer, the Mexican beer, Tecate yeah. made a deal with this film because every beer that's drank in this film is Tecate. Mm-hmm. I don't really? know if you noticed that. Oh, I don't okay. know if everyone, but I like anytime there's a beer, it's a Tecate. <laughs> so that helped pay for this glorious thing. <laughs> I'm so I'm so glad that's what they they decide to throw their money into, just being like this film. <laughs> Shoot our cans. Yeah. So also in this film, uh, you know, they they share the names. A lot of the scenes are similar. It's not a shot by shot, scene by scene remake. Uh-huh. But Alec Baldwin's character is Doc McCoy, which is Steve McQueen's character. Such more of a Steve, so much more of a Steve McQueen. Yeah. Name than well, it's just like a yeah. yeah. And it, it also too. just makes me think of like original Star Trek. Like that screenwriter was like just watching a bunch of Star Trek and was like, "Oh, that McCoy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like he's a doctor. Damn it, Jim, he's a doctor. He knows when a man is dead. So like, let's just go with that." And like, so I couldn't, I couldn't take his name seriously, which is probably why I also ended up just referring to him as Alec Baldwin or. Jack Donaghy, just depending, you know, <laughs> at whatever times. That'd be a very diff- interesting take. Well, yeah, the rock I, I kind of thought that it, it would be like a, a film that like Jack Donaghy in the bubble would make, you know, where he's yeah. just like, I'm handsome with eyes, like, you know, steely glaciers. Let me just make this film with my attractive wife that I'm attracted to. So the original screenwriter that you mentioned, who actually, I guess, coined, oh no, this is from a book, right? This is originally adapted from a book, we should yes. be clear. Oh, man. Then Walter Hill adapted it into the original screenplay and he became like a, a somewhat successful director with Warriors the 48 Hours films oh, and he was oh. a lead producer on the original Alien films mm-hmm. so like this is like the original screenplay was considered pretty good yeah. um, I blanking on the name of the writer who wrote this one regardless it's like because I think it, it's a she and she adapted an adaptation of a book, so I guess that's not. Oh really? Yeah. Adaptation yeah. of an adaptation. <laughs> yeah, that's like now we're getting into Cage Club stuff, but mm. that's like Donald Kaufman yeah. stuff. All know? I know is this, this director's name is uh, Roger Donaldson, and he actually, you know, because a lot of the films that we've done so far, the guy, the directors aren't making too many films now, and mm. not that these are the greatest films, but he's made like in 2014, he made The November Man with Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, the, the, I looked. At, he did another Bronson film, right? Yeah. So that's the whole thing. I was gonna say is that he li- he did Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak. Yes. So he likes re-collaborating. He's he an action did, director. This guy. Yeah, he did the world's fastest Indian with uh, Anthony Hopkins. But then there's this movie I definitely want to check out now. It's from 1984, and it's called The Bounty. It's Anthony Hopkins and Mel Gibson. That just what? sounds cool. Oh, what? Shit. It just sounds like it's called The Bounty. And it's those two it's guys. about the that... ship, like mutiny on the bounty, like it's no, a period it looks... piece. No, it's not. Period. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds like there would be so many crazy eyes, like yeah. Anthony Hopkins <laughs> on purpose, and then Mel Gibson just yeah, being himself. Honestly, I haven't seen a lot of like. I feel like every Anthony Hopkins I've seen is post Silence of the Lambs. Mm. Like I can't say I've seen many of his earlier films. No, no, definitely. Yeah, not. same. You know, I think that, then Amistad, Meet Joe Black. <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah, this director, yeah, definitely likes to collaborate again. Yeah, I didn't really know his name, but he's clearly like done stuff since then, like sure. you said. Mm-hmm. 
So, so back to the film. They have this first job. Um, McCoy and what's Kim Basinger's character's name? Wait. Carol. Carol. And then, oh, Ru- yeah. and then Rudy <laughs> is Madsen's character. Mm. This not, not a good. I don't, he's not a Rudy. Yeah, he doesn't much. look yeah, like a Rudy. He really doesn't. That's somewhere. That's something that they could have not kept the same name from the mm. original movie. Yeah, <laughs> and Carol just makes me think of Charlie Day, like saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she didn't look like a Carol either. But you don't. You see her as Kim, Kim Basinger here. Yeah. You don't really see her as. Carol. Yeah. yeah. And and I mean to be clear, she's an Academy Award winning actor. Got a couple so her later Phil, Phil for LA Confidential. Right. Yeah, LA Confidential. Which I was I forgot that happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then there's like other people that Alec Baldwin's been nominated, mm-hmm. uh James Woods. James Je- Woods, yeah. Jennifer yeah. Tilly. Woods. Jennifer they're, Tilly. Yeah, they're I all, think for Bullets Over Broadway. Yeah, they're yeah. all nominated. So you got like a pretty like I mean it's a good I think it's a solid cast. Yeah, definitely yeah. a solid cast here. Um But yeah, they pull off that job and they help break out this uh, young Mexican guy. Yeah, I mean, I, he could be a drug lord, but they don't really tell us. Yeah. No, he se- oh, he seems like the son of a drug lord, right? Nephew. Yeah, nephew. Oh, it's an, okay, so they bring him back to Mexico. Yeah, and then, long story short, Doc gets left behind yeah, by he... Rudy because the cops are showing up. Yeah, and... But who gets left behind before that? Right there. Uh, who, who, yeah, Carol? Carol. Kim, this movie should be called Kim Basinger Gets Left Behind. Because yeah. there's so many scenes where they just leave her places. They yeah. do. It's so true. <laughs> like, it just... There's at a, least five times, right? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes she's, like, waiting for a while. Yeah, like, yeah. hours upon hours. She's, like, there, sitting in a car being like, all right. This is a movie that, like, definitely there's moments that um, cell phones would have negated things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, telling you, know, she's left in the train station, and you'd be like, uh, come to the next stop, you know? Right. But, or just, like, texting, you know, like, be back in exactly. five. Nope. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah, so Doc is in a Mexican jail, and for, like, for and he, around he a he gets, year. like, a pet rat in yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, mouse friend. Did you guys friend. catch that? It's like a mouse, like, he starts to tame. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> a lot of animals in what, this film. What yeah. you do for entertainment. Yeah. In a Mexican jail. In a Mexican jail. Yeah, I guess it's just like try to connect your beard to your chest hair sweater and then have <laughs> yeah, a mouse Yeah, he spread. just had one full body of like yeah. hair. Just all the way down <laughs> to his toes. But pretty much he asks a big thing of, uh, well, no, he does. He thinks it's just like a smaller thing, but he asks Carol to go talk to Banyan, played by James Woods. And Banyan... Who's this connected? Yeah, pretty much he hears that Banyan is looking to do a job and he knows he can do it. And Banyan can help get him out of this Mexican jail. So in the original, it's like it's in the U. I think it's Ohio that McQueen is. Yeah. In. But then but the job does take place down in Texas. Like this film is like Arizona, Arizona, Texas, yeah. and the, yeah. But pretty much we go and James. I love James Woods. Oh, see, this is where we differ. I can only accept James Woods as a cartoon with really? flames coming out of his head. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is that a Hercules else yes. Like, yes. it is. Oh yeah. My God. That's the only way that I accept him. Otherwise I'm just like, get the fuck out. James <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like I was saying before, I, I like like he has he has a very iconic voice. Yeah. Mm. I don't not to spoil it and we'll get into it, but sure. he's not in the film as much as you would think. He's like the third build character here and yeah, I mean, he's mm. on, like, I saw the poster, he's on, like, the front of the poster, but he definitely, he plays, it's a pivotal role. At yeah. the time, he was really, really popular. He he was definitely an A-lister at the time. Yeah. And it's, it's a character that commanded, or wanted to command respect, we'll say. Sure. Obviously, yeah. did not get your respect, Jenny, no. as you've made clear. But. <laughs> yeah, in this film, I think it definitely goes, like, as far, but as far as, like, like, credit and stuff like that, as far as performance, like, 
time on screen. It's Alec Baldwin, Kim Basinger, Michael Madsen. And, and then, then we go on. To... Yeah, then you get into, like, then maybe Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it gets into, like, uncharted territory. Mm. So basically, uh, she goes to James Woods. Yeah. Banyan. Banyan. And he's just like, you know exactly what he wants. He's really pervy with her. Yeah, he's really, he's oh, just like. Oh, yeah, everyone was just super gross in that scene. Yeah, so, <laughs> such a hot wife. Yeah, and you also, who's uh, who's his right-hand man? David Morse, right? Yeah. That's his name? Uh, yeah, David Morse. David Morse is always like, I, yeah, I can't always. Just, I always picture him, called. like, I was a big fan of John Adams on HBO, and he played George Washington. Yeah, he played George Washington. Mm-hmm. And once you play George Washington, you can't really, like, play this guy in my head anymore, yeah. you know? Because, like, <laughs> yeah. father of the country, first in war, first in peace, first in the hearts of his countrymen. Uh, right hand man to corrupt guy. Yeah, you know, I always like, think of him from the Green Mile. That's like always mine. Yeah, that's a that's a good movie. Yeah, but yeah, so it's just like he's just, James Woods is almost like what I imagine if James Woods was like you know like yeah that was believable like, James yeah. Woods. I think he oh, would absolutely. be that pervy in that scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just like oh you know he's got such a hot wife and just always saying like how hot she is and then you just leave it at that and then Doc is getting out of jail. And I mean, pretty so, much. So, yeah. So he agrees to do it. Yeah. So he agrees to do it. And then what's like one of the first things that he does, which I don't blame him, but there's the first sex scene of this film we get, and it's. Is this the one where you see his butt? Yes. It's like a very, <laughs> very silhouette of Kim, and no man has that hairy of a chest, and no hair in his ass. Yeah. That's a that's <laughs> that's a wax job. Yeah. He yeah. Got a Brazilian which is fine. First. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I just want to know like who. Was the waxer on set who <laughs> had to do that? Because you know, like Baldwin Don't probably like hair. Don't yeah. touch the other hair. I didn't just like just the ass. I didn't no, sit through all the credits, else. but like, that's like that deserves that person deserves. Credit. Yeah, want, yeah, do they get a credit? Let's just say stylist or something. Yeah, probably. exactly. Say like ass waxer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Regardless, and we're talking about the sex scenes because it does like matter in this film in terms of okay, it doesn't really matter, but they make it matter. There. are I didn't count, but what, it's, five of them? Four or five? I want to say five. Like, of, like, sex scenes in the movie or between the two of them? Sex scenes in the movie. Just Yeah, there's, just like, like four or five. I think I feel mm. like there's two with Kim and Alec, and then there's, like, two with Tilly and Madsen. Yeah, um, I guess they had to make it fair. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't My know. biggest, this is at the end of the movie, but something I really picked up on, Kim was wearing, I mean, they're all, like, bad guys, technically but you're mm. rooting for Doc and Carol. Yeah. yeah. But I love that Carol is wearing white undergarments <laughs> and Tilly's wearing black. It just, like, was very... Oh, I don't know, something... Yeah, I wonder what that metaphor <laughs> Yeah, right? I don't think I've ever it's seen pre- it done before. <laughs> it got away from me. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Greg? Yes. It got away from me. Yes. The movie's called Getaway. Oh. oh. Okay. It was even... I gave you more credit. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but that, so this is the whole. This is also this didn't happen in the original. I'm not going to try to do this too much. But like the Rudy character, Michael Madsen's character, he's just introduced before like the main heist of the film. Where in the original, it's a bank. This one is the. Dark I don't think Race he even track. knows him, does he? No, he doesn't even know him. But like in, in this movie, we meet him in the first scene. Yeah, they have history. And then mm. you also don't just you just don't trust Michael Madsen. He just has that way. About he has him. that mullet. I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, you can't trust a mullet. You like can't that. trust a mullet. Yeah, he is business in the front, and party in the back, but he's the one that leaves Doc behind. So, I mean, Doc does get a punch, you know, to him, uh, like, when when he sees him again. But I just wouldn't do another job with him. Yeah. I want. I, I wrote a lot of things down about this, and we'll get into it a little later. Mm. I have a lot of strong feelings about, about 
that aspect that you're going into. So we'll definitely get into okay. that. But the great scene of that moment is that we get to get the meatiest part of Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, role. so, so yeah. Banyan has picked out a team to do this job. Michael Madsen's on that team, and Alec Baldwin's like, "God damn it!" But like, yeah. you know, he's got to do it anyway. And then we get Philip Seymour Hoffman. What's his name in this? Frank Hansen. Frank Hansen. Oh, Dude, Frank I don't know. Oh yeah, they mentioned him like in that scene, and then yeah. So he introduces himself. Yeah. So, so should, why don't we play yeah, that? Clip? Play yeah, yeah, it's let's better play than me explaining it. Hey, I'm Frank Hansen. I'm pleased to meet you. <laughs> you worked with Jack Easler out of Galveston, right, Frank? Yeah, cops blew Jack up actually a couple months ago. Where? Huh. Uh, Baton Rouge, a payroll job. Where else you worked, Frank? I hit some liquor stores, you know, and uh, I drive real good. And I shoot, I shoot nice. You shoot nice, huh? Yeah. <laughs> What'd you learn? Army. Army, huh? I'm a team player. You guys just do your job. You stay clean, I stay clean. Real simple, right? Right. All right, I mean... Good intro there. Yeah, well, yeah. introduction with uh, Alec Baldwin, and he's so. I, I I think it's interesting that this role is again meatier than the actor that like played that character in the you know in the '72 version. Yeah, like, he has a he says his name. Yeah. He gives like a little backstory. He was in the army, and he's just like, I'm good at driving. I'm good with mm. a gun. You know. So Kyle, yeah, uh, I, oh sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you off. Okay. No, I was gonna say I have a lot of feels about that scene because I remember my notes. Like I was very mad for like the first I don't know like twenty two minutes. I was like like writing down, being like, where the fuck is Philip Seymour Hoffman? Yeah, we go through that almost every week. So I knew far. that he was there, <laughs> so like you know maybe if I didn't know, it would just be like. Hoffman surprise oh my god look <laughs> at you but like I just love like in that scene like how like in general as a performer like his hands are always active but not in ah. a distracting way like so in a very stuff that we don't pick up human <laughs> just like That's you know awesome. like not thinking about it but it's like he's still like Mo- like every muscle is moving but it not like a like like look at me <laughs> kind of way <laughs> which is obviously you know like um but it's like yeah he just felt um interesting too because it was like i feel like he made a really interesting choice with that character and mm-hmm. not to like take away credit from like the writer of you know who who made Frank Hansen come alive <laughs> off of the page, but like I like that he played him like a little bit softer and like a little bit like he was kind of awkward. You're like you're like yeah, this dude doesn't interact with people a lot. Like what's his story? I like it instead of just being like oh, I'm Frank Hansen of the military. Yeah, no, he, he like, could have totally played that like yeah and just, badass style. No, he definitely right. adds a different like everyone kind of in their little four person crew for this you know robbery of the racetrack he adds his own little dimension and he's like a different you know everyone, yeah. like he's I guess kind of like Madsen is the hothead but uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman is like the wild card right so, that's the thing that I liked that like I know like Madsen hair. was trying to be like you know like I'm unpredictable what am I gonna <laughs> do like where I'm like I know what you're gonna do you're you're just gonna you yeah, know he's like I, I, I get it, bro. Like, cool off. Like, where Philip Seymour Hoffman, I'm like, what are you going to do? Because, like, even just with, like, 
Alec Baldwin. Like, I don't think Alec Baldwin's a bad actor by any means, but, like, in this film especially, I feel like he was just, like, capital act, like, acting, like, all capitals, <laughs> like, trying to just be, like, I am manly. Er. Yeah, like, we're, like, I'm, like, like, yeah, it's, it's like, a caricature brooding. of brooding, you know, like, like, like just, like, the, the alpha male brooding, I'm so angst, all my man pain, <laughs> you know, versus, like, Philip Seymour Hoffman, where I'm, like, you're actually interesting and a person. So well yeah. done. And that's, I think that's what he does so uh, well. I mean, we're even seeing it so far. He just brings humanity to these roles that just, hmm. just re- relatable. You're never going to relate to mullet Michael Madsen. You yeah. know? No. And I'm not a hitman. Surprise, right. surprise, people. But oh. like, I could relate to Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little surprised <laughs> by this. Like, shit. <laughs> um, so, Kyle... Uh, this falls into. I still think this falls into one of the things we're seeing with his roles, his mm. early roles. It's not high school student. No. You know? It's not necessarily idiot best friend or like goofy best friend. But this is one of the crew. Philip well, Seymour Hoffman. Yes. Mm. Well, I think the biggest thing to take away from we might have said this on our first episode, but he plays misfits really well. And this is definitely you can see like he doesn't know what to say to uh, McCoy. And just even McCoy kind of like laughs at his like little comment of like, oh, I'm good with a gun and his driving and stuff <laughs> like that. He just has this, he wants to fit in really bad and become part of the, become part of like that gang. You yeah. Know? So we see him as part of the crew in uh, Leap of Faith. Mm-hmm. That Was that like the first one where he's like a crew guy? I, I mean, technically so. as his little gang in Scent of a Woman, technically. True. That, but the, mm-hmm. I, I count that more as high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll see it in Twister as yeah. well, and I feel like that's like the genre of Hoffman acting. That's, sure. That he, I mean, he nails it. He nails it. So yeah, yeah. Super happy about that. So this job, it goes wrong. Well, it goes wrong. <laughs> I mean, they get away with <laughs> what? the money. This conflict. <laughs> yeah, there is. And so I mean, it's a very calculated, like down to like the seconds of like it, you know explosions and so, so it's at this dog track, right? Yeah. yeah there's yeah. like a and I thought this was kind of a throwaway line from James Wood's character. Like, Alec Baldwin asks, like, they're asked to rob a, a dog racing track, a Greyhound mm-hmm. racing track. And Alec Baldwin character... Which always makes me think of The Simpsons, by the way. Like a Greyhound racing track. <laughs> <laughs> so they, um, James Wood's character asks Alec Baldwin to rob this, and Alec Baldwin's character is, like, all, like, wise, and like, there's no money in, in, in Greyhound racing. And I guess I believe him. It's like, even the people there aren't paid well. And James Wood just says, trust me, there's going to be money there. I know it. It's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you say so. I know, I love that, like, just, like, real immediate switch there. I thought, actually, that, and I, at this point, like, I wasn't really remembering the original getaway. I thought that there wasn't going to be money there. Oh, it was going to be, like, a setup And it was a setup, and that he was going to do it so he could try to, like, steal, for lack of a better word, like, Kim Basinger character. Ah. But no. <laughs> no, there was, no, there was money there, but unfortunately, there was also a security guard that didn't listen to his uh, captors and re- reaches for an ankle gun. Yeah, so yeah. this is like a, at least for our love, Philip Seymour Hoffman, this is a pivotal moment for him. Yeah, mm. I can't think of too many roles that Philip Seymour Hoffman kills a person, but he does in this film. He does. Yeah, yes. so the guard reaches Straight for the gun at his ankle. Yeah. Boom, shoots him. And then he, I love his panic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, me too. Yeah, he just starts, uh, he had a gun! Yeah, he, he had a gun! It's so funny, because it made me think, like, did he have a gun? Even though I clearly saw that, yeah. like, he yeah. did. Yeah. It's just, like, his panic is so insecure, and so, yeah. like, oh my god, what the hell's right. gonna happen to me? No, and what I love, um, like, and again, I don't know if the dude who played, um, 
meth Damon on Breaking Bad, like watched this <laughs> film, but like it gave me such vibes of that character that I really hope that like Vince Gilligan was forced to like watch this at some point and then just like saw Philip Seymour Hoffman doing that and was like, oh. I like that. Which that? <laughs> I'm gonna write that. I'm, I'm totally it's almost like Southwest, Jesse, Jesse you know. something, right? Jesse Pl- is it Plemons or Plemons, Plemons or Lemons? Yeah. He I don't know. He plays Philip Seymour Hoffman's oh, yeah. son in Ma- The Master. He does. Yeah. That's true. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm full circle. Full circle. Every, every episode. I really, yeah. I really hope that dude seems like such a nice guy. So I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. People say actually he's like the love child of Philip Seymour Hoffman and Matt Damon. Like if yeah. they, if they had a baby, I could that, see that. That would be. <laughs> That would be who it would be. What a beautiful baby that yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so they get away with the money, right? And then... Oh! That's an oh, wow! That wasn't even... That was not, that was not intentional, ladies and gentlemen. There's a bunch of getaways in this film. So. Yeah, yeah, so it's called The Getaway, but it should be called... The Getaways. Yeah, yeah. Getaways. For like yeah. The... Yeah. <laughs> with a Z at the end, you say? <laughs> Yeah, that's I the mean, 21st well, century. Yeah, I feel like that would be more if they wanted it in like the late 90s and wanted yeah. to make it like more urban and like <laughs> awkward and just being like, God damn it. All right, someone help, someone help me with the math. 72 to 94, 22 years. So oh, 22 you didn't years. even help. Uh, yeah. That's well, fast I'm just math. Like we saying, could use you. Yeah, Seven, uh, 22 years after. Oh, we passed it. It was supposed to come out in t- uh, 2016. What? Remake, remake of the oh. Ghetto Who <laughs> ah. would be in that one? Well, maybe you should add two years. Okay. So you have a year 24. to make a Kyle. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> who's starring Kyle. in that? Hmm. Oh, God. Like, who's as the Alec. Who's your but you, can, like, you can't, it's hard to say. You could pick anybody. You could pick yeah. Tyler Perry. Because, like, Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde, since they're a couple of mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you go from Steve McQueen. To yeah. Alec Baldwin. Yeah. That's not like a natural thing. I know. Except so like no, Alec Baldwin like, to yeah. Jason. It's a natural thing in Hollywood, like white male actors. But you know, it's not like it, they're not like. I don't. No, they're not. I don't same, see them as. They're not even the similar. same school of acting, yet alone yeah. like physicality. And yeah. Like, yeah. You know. So again, Tyler Perry, or. Well, yeah. Who's <laughs> well, like, I don't know who he's. I don't with. know. Maybe just Medea. like, like I I would say just remake the film. I haven't seen the last Hunger Games with all the the CGI Philip uh-huh. Seymour Hoffmans, but just do that. Like just Philip Seymour Hoffman in every <laughs> single role. Here is all film. I'm sure like even the CGI, which will probably make me cry when I actually do watch it and be like, yeah. no. Or like do, uh... that that could outact like most of the people in this film. <laughs> like probably. Or we could do some like gender swapping, and McCoy could be. You know, Doc McCoy. That's a that's a gender neutral name. Oh, oh yeah, nice. that's so, true. And then we have like, and then we like have the it. guy being left behind and yeah. like not knowing. Yeah. Like, like, like a Justin Long type. Facebook message. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that immediately makes it weird because I was gonna be like, ooh, Viola Davis. <laughs> just like, <laughs> just Viola, Viola Davis is star. Justin Long is yeah. the base and Wow. Oh my like, god. <laughs> it's just a Facebook messaging. Babe, where are you? Stop the train yeah. station. <laughs> wow. All right. Yes, I love this train station. We've gone off the rails here, but yeah. that's okay. Yep. <laughs> We have a good time in the podcast. So, so unfortunately, after that heist happens, Philip Seymour Hoffman gets killed by Madsen. Oh yeah. He gets so, and shot. It, and that was part of his plan the whole time. Do you believe that, or do you think he shot him because he shot the guy? It it was part of his plan the whole. I time. I think so too. Yeah. That he just wanted to. He he's he just an ass. And yeah, he asked like yeah. take he, the money. Yeah, he asked him to hold the steering wheel. <laughs> he pulls oh, yeah. out his gun and just shoots him and lets him roll down the side of a hill when he's driving away. And then, so that happens, and then the next scene, 
Yeah. Uh, is this the first? I do. I I do remember my notes for this okay. scene. Like the just very visceral reaction I had because I I knew it was part of his plan, but I also wasn't expecting it at the same time because yeah. it was just so mundane and like <laughs> you know like he's he's like be like oh I'm gonna just like change the the dial or whatever like they're in a car you're like okay like <laughs> yeah. he's gonna get killed at some point but like probably not now and then it's just like bam and I just wrote like oh my god you fucko die why the fuck did you <laughs> like, I, I was I just, disappointed. I was really I was gutted to see him. Yeah, I, I was like, nah. Like. <laughs> but this is the first confirmed time he dies that we've seen on the podcast mm. so far, right, Kyle? First confirmed dies? No. Uh, oh, duh. My boyfriend's my back. My boyfriend's he, back. He puts mm. an axe into his own head. The second confirmed death. Yeah, yeah we have potentially possibly in my new gun. My he, new gun. He, like, shoots himself, I guess. Accidentally yeah, he shoots, shoots himself, himself in the car. But the I car. don't think it's a death because they don't react to it like he's dead. Yeah, but that, mm. but that's not getting back at that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. I, give, I give, like, the worlds of these films too much credit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, Just a wee bit. <laughs> yeah, but Madsen in this movie, like I said in the uh, synopsis, this movie, just a bunch of betrayal because they show up and Madsen is waiting there and pulls Who's out a gun. The, oh, but, Alec Baldwin. But Alec Baldwin pulls a gun on Rudy first and McCoy shoots uh, Rudy. Yeah, mm-hmm. so there's this earlier scene, right, with yeah. the uh, oh, this is oh, yeah, with the, the, the bulletproof, bulletproof vest. vest. Alec yes. Baldwin suggests they all wear it. And Michael Madsen's like, oh, I've done crime for 20 years. Yeah, he's never like, I'm too cool for these. this shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, but he's not, surprise, surprise. Yeah, yeah so while uh, McCoy and Carol are driving away, we see uh, that he was. Hand yeah, I thought he was dead. Like, yeah. And then you see yeah, his hand twitching. Yeah, I was twitching. really happy that he was dead, because yeah. I was like, yes, but then... And I thought the bad guy was going to be James Woods after mm, this point. Yeah. yeah. It's, but then the next Madsen scene... rises from the dead, and yeah. you don't know what's going on with yeah. him. You don't know where he's I at. think also at that point, I was like, you know, I forget how many, many minutes we are into the film, but like, I was just like, we're like 40 minutes into this film, what the shit? It's like, <laughs> like an hour or something where I'm just like, god damn it, film. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, stop <laughs> yeah yeah it, this at times it did feel long yeah. um, so you the next scene yeah this is the james yeah, then mccoy james wood scene and you know carol yeah carol and doc go to banyan's for some reason banyan's as house alone like just in the world of crime and someone's mm. bringing you money and you're gonna take that and then you have your own separate plan just have a backup plan have your like henchmen well, yeah where's there. his security exactly like, like they're not there for some reason but for a second, we think that Carol is turned because Banyan lets uh, McCoy know that they slept together. Like that wasn't—it wasn't good enough for McCoy to say yes, I'll do this job. And this is one of these things where it's like the evil plan gets yeah. s- spoken for no reason. Yeah. Mm. Like yeah. if they really want to just kill him and soliloquy, do with each other, evil soliloquy. Yeah, just shoot right. Alec Baldwin without saying anything, and then you live happily yeah. ever after. At least James Woods should have done that, you know. Yeah. Right. Um, but like you said, he reveals that they've had actually a long, I guess, while he was in prison, a long sexual relationship, which Banyan believes is just like a mutual attraction to each other somehow. Um. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, yes. Do I personally think Kim Basinger or Carol is too attractive for Doc? Sure. But then she's way too attractive mm. for Banyan. <laughs> but, if, we're, but, but if we're just going, he's to a powerful go by man in this world. You know who knows. Oh sure, okay. So regardless, let's not rank like these people in that kind of way. Well, I'm just however, they were ranking themselves. Oh no, no, yes, fair. I'm not blaming you, but however, it's just like he doesn't see like the, I guess he's blinded by the, by Kim Basinger's 
90s good looks. <laughs> but he doesn't see the potential that she still loves her husband and yeah. is going to double cross him. Like, yeah. and she does. Yeah, yeah. So she, yeah, but she has a gun pulled out and, uh, Banyan thinks that she's going to shoot doc, but then she ends up shooting him. So we get like, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. We thought Madsen was like also killed, but his finger does twitch. And you're talking about Michael Madsen, right? Not Virginia Madsen. Yeah. That would be interesting. <laughs> She's that would be. A, yeah, it's too bad they didn't just together? like switch know. that role like <laughs> midway through with no explanation. <laughs> That'd be cool. like, All she right. could be in our twenty first century or two thousand seventeen or two thousand eighteen remake. Yeah. yeah that's true. <laughs> <laughs> with up Justin Long and Viola Davis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a cast. What a cast. but yeah, uh she betrays Banyan. He thinks that she, you know, she's gonna go along. But then right away Doc is just like even though she doesn't shoot him. He he feels just like a level of betrayal and says, like I wouldn't have let you do that. And she's like, I you know he would have never agreed. Like that's what he wanted. And they're pretty from that point for a, like a long rest of the film. They're just at one another's throats over. Yeah, they're kind of well. More Alec Baldwin is pissed off about this. Sure. He could still be in a Mexican jail, though, so he might, you know, I don't I know if he is. She was standing there for a while, so I think she had a little bit of contemplation in her. I think she. I think there wasn't. I think so it wasn't. So you think there I, was a spark between her and James Woods? No, that was more than just her getting him. I don't like a spark in the sense of just like I could be in like a relationship with a very well. I'm guy. sure like that. I don't think like, that there was a physical spark, but there. I, point well, being, if I was her, if that's her character, again, I know it's a film, so that you, we want to hear James Woods, you know, evil plan <laughs> and like taunting, you know, Alec Baldwin, but. If that was her, like she would just come out and shoot him right away. But she's like standing there and like crying a little bit, and then she decides to like you know unload but on James. The only thing I'll say is later in the film, like maybe it's just in uh, self-preservation. She's like swearing that that's not the case, mm. that she yeah. only did it to like save his life. Like we won't know. Uh, yes, I guess Nor we won't know. Nor will we care. <laughs> and I think that's the more important part. <laughs> I'm caring for some reason, but maybe yeah. I just shouldn't. Yeah. If it were just roll through and continue to the next yeah. next scenes here. <laughs> so Madsen's alive. He's got a gun wound. He was wearing the bulletproof vest. Has yeah. a gun wound to his uh, shoulder. I think he even like broke his collarbone. He goes to a vet. Mm-hmm. So this is like, I, you know, I read that it was a scene-for-scene remake, right? That's what you said. Yeah, but it's not. But it's not. It's not. But this mm-hmm. is like a feature. So you've got, in this version... It's, uh, what's her name? Jennifer Tilly? Jennifer Tilly, yeah. 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 In the original, it's uh, Sally Struthers. Sally Struthers, another what? Gilmore Girls oh, shit. alum. Wow. <laughs> oh, shit. And uh, so he goes, it's a vet, and the husband is just like a complete pud. <laughs> yeah. No, he is. I mean, I, I, I feel, did feel bad for I him. I feel bad like, for him, yeah. Where it was just like, oh, buddy, you just want to, like, I yeah. don't know, help fix puppies and kittens. Like, you don't got time for this yeah. shit. Like... Speaking was, of kitten, yeah. Oh, that kitten was so cute. Yeah, I was so. Oh man. Okay, I you know like I know Madsen isn't like Michael Madsen isn't a prolific actor. Like you know, I'm not trying to take anything away, but at the mm-hmm. same time, whatever. But I really had a feeling that he like improved, like wanted to have a kitten on them. That's in the original. Yeah. Then I reminded you that the <sighs> original, uh, I forgot the actor's name who plays Michael Madsen's character. Yeah. In the yeah. original, he. 
also has a cat on him, so it wasn't just like an inspiration. Like, I want this cat yeah. on my body. Uh, see, like if I were <laughs> if I were an actor on that set, like if I were him, I would have just wanted that to be improv. Like I would totally improv, being like, I must have a cat. Much like how I mean, I know again, we're not talking about Nick Cage, but <laughs> Nick Cage just being like, give me a cobra to wear on my wrist. Thank you. <laughs> like, you know. I mean, it, it seems like a natural choice, and it actually is like a good like juxtaposition to this like burly, mulleted. Yeah. Criminal and yeah. like a cute kitten on top of him. Is Jennifer so it's Jennifer Tilly is the wife and right away like just married this, to the vet. Married yeah. to the, yeah, married to the vet. And right away you can tell like she's just got this like raw she's just bored she's like bored living mm. out in Arizona with her, you know, pud <laughs> uh, <laughs> veteran. Vet. Vet, He's vet, dedicated vet. his <laughs> life to animals. <laughs> yeah. But uh she's just very turned on by Rudy and Michael Madsen's voice versus Jennifer Tilly's voice. Is there? There's. There's a. Oh yeah. They, there's oh, a, yeah. She's got that raspy. I always think yeah, of her from Liar Liar. Yeah. Yeah. I said Monsters Inc. before. Yeah, Monsters Inc. <laughs> Part of I Chucky. like the Roz voice. <laughs> it's not Roz, right? Who is it? No, she does. No. She's the girlfriend. She's Billy, oh, the girlfriend. Yeah, the girlfriend. But I just love doing the Roz voice. So just much, had to throw so. that in there. You just have had to. to throw it in. You know, just Wanowski. just gotta be. A, yeah. Like this is actually a fake version of my voice. You know, I really just talk like, "Hey, Sailor, looking for a good time," like that all the time. That's my natural voice. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Yep. Well, you do live in Brooklyn, right? I, it's a very yeah, like harbor kind of yeah, 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 like Popeye. Yeah, yeah. You just need to move, <laughs> need to, move to like Red Hook or something. <laughs> yeah, be, be a longshoreman. <laughs> yep, that'd be our previous film. I like film. it exactly. <laughs> so it's it's funny. So it's like it d- doesn't seem necessary. It is in the original. It is in this version. But uh, Rudy kind of him and uh, the the veterinarian and Jennifer Tilly's you know character they go on the road together. But I. I don't see where that, why he has to have a female companion, but it just kind of makes this good juxtaposition yeah. of the Doc Carroll and yeah, like the two couples. I yeah, guess. The two couples. <laughs> Everything has to be couples. I, I feel like that was just like insisted by Alec Baldwin because he wanted to make like his and Kim Basinger's relationship look more legit. So he's like, let's. <laughs> we, need, we need to be the yeah, we need to be the best here. one. <laughs> so like. Let's give this, like, nonsense. Like, he's, like, throwing, like, chicken in the car. And I'm like, you have a cat, sir. You have responsibility for that. Why the fuck are you throwing <laughs> yeah, that chicken? Yeah, and, like, a... Jennifer Tilly. I'm like, him? Really? All right. Do you think, like, 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 it's weird how quickly he, if he turns her, if she was just, like, waiting to be turned. But it's weird how quickly she becomes his accomplice and yeah. becomes, like, obsessed with him. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I'll do it. She's just, she has, like, a line of just, like, uh... You know, just uh, don't get blood on me. I hate blood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hate blood. Like, <laughs> Before we get like the next sex scene, that's so it's like you know that fine balance of again, it's like couples and sex scenes and. Mm. So Madsen's character now is just basically heading to El Paso. Yeah, that's a whole okay. In a movie called The Getaway, and they seem to have a very, uh, you know, like a sure plan very strategic of this robbery but then there's betrayal why would you follow the same like plan of like going to the same motels and everything like I guess that? you could say he thought he was dead uh, Alec Baldwin thought Michael Madsen was dead here still yeah. but just it's like, still silly because origi- well, originally they went be there after them. Right. because the passport thing that the guy would get on passports oh, but then yeah. they got into Mexico without passports anyway spoiler alert I know but oh, it- <laughs> wow how, how, how dare you <laughs> 
you fiend. Yeah, again, this is so last week uh, we were talking about like that was based off of a true story and my big argument for that was like they followed it too much mm. and it just like didn't help the story because like some things are comedic some and money for not, nothing yeah. and yeah. money for nothing and this one it's just like again so some things were just too silly by today's standards I don't know if McQueen pulls it off or it was because it was the 70s well the 70s mm. it just feels more like that genre of like 70s heist or you know, 100% yeah. a heist yeah. film but 70s like in the 90s uh, yeah. I don't know. There's I don't just know. More <laughs> things like that get in the way, and I don't know. Yeah, the '70s. I don't know. It, Quincy Jones did the music for the '70s one, and so when you have that music playing along, you're like, oh, I'll go along. <laughs> oh man, the soundtrack of this film. Like, do you guys have any clips of that that we can just play? Sure, probably briefly. Yeah. Because... yeah, we'll pick a good one. Oh my god, it's the best. I'm trying to show you each and Every way I can Now and forever I will be your man <laughs> So so what what drew you into the uh the soundtrack, soundtrack for like a better word Just like it's just so ridiculous and over the top and like cheesy and 90s like it's just yeah. like generic 90s action and then like it doesn't quite go into the like um like softcore and porn like sax you know like love scene thing but it's still <laughs> like very like aggressive with the guitar being like I'm super heterosexual <laughs> and I'm like 90s had some good like that was the time of like the like sex guitar Mm. Yeah, we were oh, talking sex about Sex guitar. Sacks before. <laughs> yeah. That was a 90s film, but yeah. that was more of like an 80s thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we start to transition now into the sex guitar. So basically, we're heading to El Paso, right? Everyone's going to El Paso. Yeah. But there's real. this one weird scene that, I don't know, it's like, and it's in the original, at the train the train station scene? Yeah. I wanted to discuss that. It's another oh, Kim yeah. Basinger gets left behind scene. Mm. But it's also more like, oh, woman, you screwed up scene. Yes, yeah. he's parking the car. Yeah, he's, yeah, doesn't paint the best picture. There's a lot of slapping. Yeah, he, yeah he's like, I'm going to park the car. You just go in. Yeah, and so she decides to put the bag in the locker, which I don't know why. Yeah, right. why does she decide yeah. to do that? Like, what, I, Can't she just hold on to it? If yeah. you had like a million dollars or whatever it was in a uh-huh. bag, which is, again, similar to our film last week. Yeah. Um, if you had a million dollars or whatever in a bag, um, why are you... I wouldn't let it, it out of my sight. No, that, yeah, that thing is that's, staying that's with me. That's like all... hell no. That's staying in my hands. Yeah. And then like, even when I'm putting in the I'm locker... A woman, it's too heavy. Like, that's <laughs> yeah, like yeah the guy's her. like, let me help you with that, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, okay, number one, don't let it out of your sight. And number two, <laughs> like, number two, like, don't let someone help you put it into the locker. I'd be like, no, I've got Absolutely it. Absolutely not, yeah. you know? So that guy switches the keys. Yeah, he's like a con man. He's not related to the heist at all. Yeah, it's just like his lucky day. So, so... Alec Baldwin asks for where the bag is, right? They go to the locker. It's not mm-hmm. there. And he's just, like, visibly upset. And it's like, oh, someone help me put the bag up. It's like, that's the oldest trick of the book. Yeah, it's just like a one-two combo of, like, 
you slept with James Woods and now you lost the money. Yeah, now mm-hmm. you're dumb. Like, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. and, and so it just has him on this train, yeah. f- like, chasing down this guy. It's like this train chase scene in the middle of this film. And again, it's in the original, so I don't want to just criticize this film. And she's just waiting at the train station Yeah. this entire time with this look on her face. Like, I hope my man saves me here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> or, like, does she should get, like, a drink at a bar and then it's, like, looking at kids there is that being bar like, there, right? oh, look at kids because I am a lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My I read an interesting thing. <laughs> I read an interesting Let's thing start about a family this is that when this. Kim Seems decided to take on this role that she said she saw these characters being about, like, you know, it's all about trust and, like, that, that was her main reason of taking on this role hmm. to show, like, relationships and trust, but I just don't get that enough to... <laughs> yeah. Like understand. The... I think the main reason she took on this role was probably money. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> or the same, or like Alec Baldwin taking on a little bit of his character and be like, "You're gonna take this role." Yeah, probably. Probably, probably forced her into. Apparently, yeah. they. I mean, I don't want to get into this because it's not like nice, I guess. But apparently, they didn't have the best marriage. Uh, like, oh, yeah. um, I know there was like a big custody battle after. So, I hope he didn't treat her like he treats her at points in this film mm. yeah but maybe yeah. it just was this like passionate thing and they tried to put it on screen and we're just like <laughs> it's a little yeah, weird like after and then they have then the like pretty much besides the getting to el paso then they after that they're getting to a car chase i'm like is this the getaway like so again <laughs> the whole film is i guess technically the getaway once they commit that one big crime yeah, so yeah. there's after, a bunch of mini getaways inside of a big getaway. After right. James Woods has died, his like secondhand man, who plays played by David Norris, and I can't remember his yeah. character's name, he starts chasing him down, just basically to get the money back. Yeah. So you have these technically three antagonists here, right? Hmm. Or three guys chasing our heroes down, or groups, I should say. Okay. You have the the, the law, technically. Oh, okay. I uh, I was gonna you say ha- James Woods is dead. You have no, no, no you have. David Morrison as James Wood organization. Yes. Mm. And you have Michael Madsen, yeah. Jennifer Tilly, and the vet. Yeah. Well, I not for much longer with the vet. No, he ends up. No, he ends up, yeah, yeah, unfortunately, hanging himself. Hanging himself because he's in the bathroom while yeah, they're, like, having they have, sex. Like, in one of the sex scenes, yeah, he's in the bathroom. I feel like he could have escaped, but, again, I guess he didn't have that much to live for. I guess yeah. Apparently, Cute was, animals. Yeah, no more animals. Yeah. No more mm. Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's just get to it. El Paso motel like old like western kind of like it's kind of a mexican standoff right you've got like a little bit of the yeah video. so michael madsen arrives first yes um and they know it's, it's alec baldwin's contact so he knows the guy a little bit mm-hmm. michael madsen basically puts a gun to his head and says you're gonna work this plan out when when alec baldwin shows up yeah mm-hmm. uh just don't you know uh don't ruin it, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> essentially, yeah. that's all. <laughs> my room, let me know, and I'm going to go to this room, and I'm going to kill him. Yeah, essentially yeah. that. And he sends his wife and kid away yeah. because he doesn't want them to get hurt. And the... and that's the tell to Alec Baldwin yeah, when that something Alec, is right. awry. And there's another sex scene in this hotel? or my... Yeah, there's shower sex. A shower oh, sex yeah, scene. Oh, yeah, the shower yes. sex scene. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, basically, that tips Alec Baldwin off that something's, yeah. something's going on. So when there's a knock at the door, he exits like through another door. Oh, yeah, there's like a veranda yeah. that, and, that wraps around. And comes around and ni- knocks Michael Madsen out and... Uh, yeah, but but I just love before that that Jennifer Tilly is like, I'm here for your sandwiches! Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and the, it's Kim Basinger and Jennifer Tilly have this like dialogue like, oh, um... My, my man's in the shower. Yeah. Like, again, she has to wait to grab his money from his wallet. Yeah, I gotta wait to grab, you know, get his money. I have to get his permission. 
I really got to give you the sandwiches because I got to give the money to the guy who gave them to me. Like this whole thing that's going on. Yeah, it's it's like a a standstill between like women being unable to handle money. (laughs) The the male Mexican standoff there is two men with guns. Mm. The female Mexican standoff is two women talking about sandwiches and how they not allowed they're not allowed to pay for them with their man's money and such. That's a Bill Clinton's America. (laughs) It's also I'm pretty sure like a failure of the Bechdel test. I don't know. Oh, this this. This one it definitely does not pass. Totally like, not. <laughs> Did not. <laughs> yeah. Does a woman talk to another woman in this film at all? Oh, th- just well, the scene, right? Yeah. And it's technically not about. It actually might pass. Like maybe like barely. Because <laughs> <laughs> like th- that's why again it's a flawed yeah. test because yeah. they're technically not talking about. Right. I guess because she mentions she's gotta get the money from them. That's technically it talking totally about. Doesn't pass. Yes. <laughs> it totally doesn't pass. I'm trying to squeeze pass. it in there. I'm trying to like. <laughs> Like put a flaw on the test here, because if this film passes the test, then there should be no test, because that's <laughs> bullshit, you know. Agreed. <laughs> but I think that's the only time two women speak to each other in this film, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I cannot <laughs> think of any other time. Well, there's only two speaking roles for women. I guess yeah. the the wife of the owner does she, of the hotel does she say anything? No. Probably no. not. Whatever. No. <laughs> I found it interesting that McCoy doesn't kill Rudy. Though. Yes, and this is what yeah. I wanted to get into before okay at this point you know he's an asshole he's yeah. double-crossed you in the past yeah just yeah. for your own survival shoot him in the head i know it's cold and then suddenly suddenly mccoy has like a heart like yeah. suddenly mm. he's like you know what i'll let him live like just yeah, after like, after killing him yeah. theoretically before right no i would have bought it if they because i one of the things i was really disappointed with was the fact that the film just tries so hard to be like really hyper masculine, just being like, yeah, I'm straight. But then it doesn't have that nice balance of being super fucking homoerotic. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. why? Like, I would have bought it if there was like some tension between like Baldwin and Madsen. And you're like, oh man, there is this bond here. And you know, they, because like there was like the gun thing too, of like lots of like gun metaphors where I'm like, you're clearly implying that the gun is your penis, Alec Baldwin. <laughs> like, you yeah, know, so like, it's, at the it's beginning, like, like, yeah, he has the that beginning, gun, like, this like, one's mine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it's like, if she's even like, that... this one's a little too small for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she does, yeah, uh, Kim Basinger does kill, like, two of the major characters in this film. It's, like, funny, it's, like, the people that have offended her, like, you know, so James Woods, obviously, who took advantage yeah. of her, and then his right-hand guy, played by, again, uh, David Morse. David Morse. Right, I mean that's that's nice. You that's know. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's not compl- she's not like completely useless. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, they don't paint her as useless, but it's just this teetering of, she's like a badass assassin as well, mm-hmm. to then what you say useless. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, they they clearly haven't decided what side she'll be on. They're just like wait in the car, Kim Basinger, yeah. while we would They're both kind of useless you. in that scene where they're in a garbage truck. Right? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <get> dumped. <laughs> But after, so he, he just knocks out Madsen, and then he's kind of out for this. And then there's this big gunfight between, mm. uh, you know, that whole all Banyan's crew and everything yeah. like that. Eventually, they all get killed, yeah. and then yeah. Michael Madsen comes back, and there's a big struggle between him and Doc. And eventually, I mean, it's kind of cool, but they're just kind of doing like a tug of war with an empty shotgun or whatever mm. in the elevator, and eventually. Do- Doc slips in one. What I mean, was it? A sh- I don't know guns that well. Slug? Is that a shotgun thing? Maybe. Maybe. Oh, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not sure. Okay, but he puts in like one shotgun. Slug. And then those are the ones he bought from that 
gunsmith, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, yeah. But it's still, like, even an unloaded gun, I'm never going to do, like, a tug-of-war with one. Especially right? if the barrel is facing <laughs> me. I'm going to push him and then close the elevator and go. You have your strategies here. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, it's it's all, like, <laughs> Captain Hindsight strategies. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, eventually, so Tilly is down and... Uh, just freaking the fuck out. Yeah, like. exactly. She's just <laughs> screaming yeah, her head she, off. She's confused, that, like, yeah. w- even though, like, her... her husband hung himself yeah she's confused of like what death is when michael madsen died yeah she's definitely the worst example of like a woman than kim basinger is like you know she's just all about like yeah like how she's she's depicted yeah exactly yeah 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 Yeah, like Like, she's she's wearing that like like, admittedly very cute dress but also kind of like juvenile like it's like that oh yeah yeah yeah, she's wearing he's like come here polka dots yeah what are you wearing underneath that's a weird daddy she's like nothing Right, it's just like uh, <laughs> oh, boy, that Jennifer Tilly. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, Doc and Carol get away. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, oh. Damn, I, I, don't, I don't mean it's a good title, I guess. Though. It is. So, again, just, so you stand corrected. Away. Yeah, yep. stand corrected. And they just hop into this truck with this, uh, you know, old time Texan feller. And asked if he can bring him to Mexico, and he's even got his little. He's like, oh, I got a little senorita down there. Yeah, it's like I've he's been like, in trouble with the law before. I don't mind. And yeah, like, it was like, like broke a fishing license. Yeah, or fishing something. license yep. thing. And but they end up being, you know, he's like, Are oh, you gonna kill me? He's like, No, I see no reason to. And then he ends up buying his truck from him. And they give him forty thousand dollars. Nice, mm. nice. Yeah. It wasn't in the original. It's thirty thousand. So I found it interesting. In twenty two years, you know, the inflation was only ten thousand. Uh, Out there, that money, like that's all he yeah. needs for the rest of this. Well, yes, I'm like, how guy. much did you make last year? And he's like twelve thousand. Yeah. Mm. So he offers him twenty. The guy asks for thirty, and Kim Basinger's like, Why not forty? And then they ride but off if into he, the this sunset. This is what I was thinking too. Like they ride off into the sunset, but they have a lot more money than that. They, they finally yeah. get away. Uh, that one was on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you think they just live their life in Mexico? I think they keep heading south. And go yeah. where? I Costa don't know. I, I think that Alec Baldwin keeps trying to prove that he's attracted to Kim Basinger, like all throughout. <laughs> I did read that they were thinking about making a sequel to this, so that would have been interesting. Mm, but mm. Okay. <laughs> well, not in, in, like no, it would have been interesting too for our purposes. Yes. Yes. For our purposes. Yes. Yeah. Not necessarily. Movie. I would have gone to the movies yeah. and seen this film. So 1998's Getaways. Yeah. <laughs> it's with a Z. Um, <laughs> so okay, so I'll ask both of you uh, first, Jenny. Okay. What did you think of this film now that Oh man. Now that we've gone through it, uh, uh I I honestly it, thought yeah, no, it was it was pretty <laughs> it was pretty pointless. Like it wasn't the worst film that I've ever seen in my entire life. So it's not like a like total piece of shit, but it's like it's pretty useless. It's like generic action film. Like yeah, you can kind of like make fun of it like a little bit, but you know, it's not like as bad as like something like The Room where you can just kind of you know, <laughs> no, like no, no. riff off of eternally or like, you know, like um like any of the the 90s films that we've watched where it's like, "Oh Jesus, who wrote this?" No, this is not <laughs> like, like again, but it's based on yeah. What is essentially a good script by Walter Hill, right. which I assume like, is also a I good feel book. Like it's like a core of something. Yeah, there is no point to it in the 90s because they already did it in the 70s, and it's not it's like not they that really far too, yeah. adapted it to be like yeah. taking out of the whole like 70s like machismo, like you know undertones of like being like kind of sexist, well, but like w- not overtly. But you're still like, I'm side eyeing you. The 70s. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, well, this just fell into the you know like even now like how everyone's doing superhero movies and like like 
seeing something like a little film like Reservoir Dogs make mm. like you know like again like obviously a ten times better film than this one yeah but that really brought back you know so that's ninety one that just brought back like crime movies right so like even like then like then you made like another Die Hard after that you made you know like you just have these heist films mm. yeah no I saw where they were coming from I also think I mean and I'm pretty sure I'm right here Alec Baldwin is trying to stay as an A-lister here, right? Sure. He's doing yeah. certain films, and he's getting a name for himself, and it's like... I, I'm pretty sure I read that he was a lot behind this production as well. Yeah, it was like just... his production company's involved. Yeah, this is yeah, definitely like... This that. is like a piece for him. This is like an actor piece, like a very arrogant passion yeah, project. which I, I love that it's an actor piece for him that Philip Seymour <laughs> Hoffman just, like, steals out from under him with, like, a really tiny, tiny role <laughs> that, like, you know, a lot of people would, you know, like, probably half-ass, like, and just be like, oh, whatever, I'm, you know... Henchman. Like, henchman, yeah. I get shot. Yeah, this guys. is definitely but a role he, I like, feel like... He, like, handles that bulletproof vest with, like, intention. He's, like, constantly, like, thinking and moving in each scene. You don't, like, see him, like, trying really hard with his face to be like, I am angry right now. <laughs> yeah, this, Where, like, Alec Baldwin's just like, I am mad. And I'm like, are you? <laughs> this is definitely a role for Philip Seymour Hoffman that, like, you can see, like, he created, like, in his own mind, like, a full backstory mm. for this character. Yeah. Which yeah, is, like, exactly. Alec Baldwin was just like, this is what happens during this movie, and that's my character. Yeah. Versus, like, Philip Seymour Hoffman is just like, no, yeah, he was in the army, and then he was, like, dishonorably discharged, and then he, you know, came back. And, and, realized, and he says it yeah. again, and you believe it, you yeah. know? Like, I don't really care what Michael Madsen... I'm not criticizing him as an actor, but, like, I don't really care what his backstory is. He's oh, just, same. like, tough. Yeah. He was probably what I enjoyed the most in the film. He's good for this Besides genre. my natural attraction to Kim Basie. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to... Yeah, but... It's she's, your, she's your kind of lady. Yeah, no, she's right <laughs> in my... Yeah, try, like, yep. I mean, I do at least appreciate that there was some, like, with the sex scenes, like, focus, like, on, like, her, like, pleasure-wise, where I'm like, that's interesting. That is true. That is, and that's I'm not like, something... okay, yeah, you know, yeah, like, I didn't... often saw at the time. Like, I, I think that film sex scenes generally are really tricky, because I don't think they can ever really capture real life, especially, like, I've never done one as a performer, but I can only imagine having, like, some someone, like, in your face with the camera being like, all right, act natural, so this person's gonna, <laughs> yeah. like, rub themselves this... against you. <laughs> Especially like, in scenes that are supposed to be passionate. Like, those were, like, you know, the yeah. first one we see is, like, he's been in jail for a year, and it's, like, them. Right. Versus, like, obviously, like, a sex scene that, like, I think they just, like, nail is, like, in, no pun intended, in, like, knocked up, where it's just, yeah. you know, it's ridiculous, and yeah. it's supposed to be, you know, exactly. like, oh, you're way sexier than I am, you know? Right. Like, that, like, that one is just ridiculous, and it's supposed to be, versus this one, yeah, to capture that, like, moment. Which, like, I guess they kind of do well with the cinematography, just like it was tasteful yeah like generally like <laughs> yeah you know i i considering like it, it it wasn't as bad as i thought it would and be. we joked yeah. around about alec baldwin's butt before yeah. but the fact that like he was shown yeah, yeah well even equally like equally as naked in this kind of, she comes out of the shower at least for that time she yeah. comes out of the shower one point like they make it like th that's it's a choice like in a film like there's countless like there's just you know, minutia choices in the film and she comes out and like it's not like she walks out like bare chested. She wraps a towel out beforehand. So it's not just like let's just see like her smoking bod the whole time. So mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. No, no, it's true, it's true. It's one of these things like with Joey Breaker 
where it's ahead of its time for the time, but it's still behind a little bit. Yeah. yeah. This, I think they, in their minds, thought that they were making something a little bit more progressive than the 70s version, but it's still... Maybe it wasn't that we're not, we didn't watch it in 1994. Well, no, no yeah. I know. We're watching it with the prism of now. Yeah. Right. We're not watching it back then. And back then, they might have been like, oh, the lady has a gun and she uses it? Let's just put, yeah. uh, cool. Let's just put it this way. I watched like, this is feminist. Ladies can use guns? Yeah. I watched, the, I watched the 70s one, and I go, yeah, that's what I think the 70s is. And as someone that was alive in 94, I watched that, I'm like, that's what the 90s was? You know, like, yeah. You know, like that's... yeah, I mean, you were young. We were all young yeah. then, but yeah, we still. Were, we were seven. Seven. I was seven-year-old children. Yeah. I mean, I'm ageless and eternal, other. but, you know. Like. <laughs> True. You were 3,017. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, so, Kyle, I guess, did you want to touch on anything else with this film? One other did? little interesting fact okay. is that Michael Keaton was originally oh, oh, really? supposed to oh, be the man. lead in this. So that would have been be interesting Baldwin? on a couple of levels. What? To be Alec Baldwin's character? Yeah. So that would have been interesting on, like, two trivial uh, reasons for us, he was supposed to be the lead in Leap of Faith, but Steve Martin replaced him. Yeah, and then if he was in this movie, that would have redeemed him with Kim Basinger from Batman. Mm. Just a fun Very little true. trivia piece. Mm. It's weird because um, Michael Keaton again. I can't see him as this character. Yeah, I can't either. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's a great actor, but I, I he would have just brought like a Keatonism to this. That I believe Alec Baldwin more than Michael Keaton. I think yeah. I think you're right about that. I think I think you're right about that. We we saw him in Leap of Faith, even though we're Steve Martin fans. I don't know if I see him in the Getaway, but this is obvious. Like this script was rolling around, they were talking about remaking it, and Alec Baldwin's yeah. like, "Oh, me and my wife can do this, yeah. Yeah. and this is gonna be like the hot movie of the summer." Whenever it came mm. out, this is gonna be great. It's gonna be sexy, and there's gonna be chemistry. I think it came out be... in February. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the hot like, movie we're gonna, in February. We're gonna make this Valentine's Day warm. Yeah, Valentine's Day. Day. Oh, yeah. What a Valentine's Day date! Yeah. Oh my this god. This versus <laughs> now, now our Valentine's Day movies are Fifty Shades of Grey, mm. or like literally that movie Valentine's Day, or like, Deadpool, or Deadpool. Yeah, <laughs> not not uh, Deadpool. I'm thinking Valentine's Day. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and your and your opinion? Um, your final thoughts of just this. My film final thoughts enjoyment? on the Getaway. Obviously, it's not a great movie. Uh huh. Um, I thought it was a little slow at times. It's mm, agreed. It's it's you don't have to remake this. I just you know me. I'm all about new stuff. Yeah, I'm not. I don't like. Or reboots, literally, could remakes. be the same thing, and someone just like calls it something else. Like, I don't know, it's just sometimes like I feel like that's okay. Versus, I mean, that's even a little bit better because you're not setting expectations. But I mean, yeah. like again, you're right. We've seen this before, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's okay. We're allowed to have more heist films. I was happy to see Philip Seymour Hoffman in a movie like this. Yeah, I just and love that he's kind of tackling like a new genre. I like yeah. it. You so know. that's a fun. Thing. And yeah. he, I mean, he plays villains later, like Mission Impossible. Oh yeah. And um, he does it better. Than, oh, of course. Than these people, so like this is not something that's like, oh my God, Philip Seymour Hoffman's in this. Yeah. You know, it's not surprising, but it's it's nice. Well, to Philip see. Seymour Hoffman was in this. Philip Hoffman was. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Philip, Philip Hoffman, Hoffman was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that's that's this film. Um, next week we're gonna have. An interesting film. Right? Yeah, this one's an, this one's a little a, a doozy. It's uh, called I, I don't even know how to pronounce Slizzle. it. It's 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 a Polish film. Schuller, something like that. It's a Polish film. We're gonna have to watch it with a Polish dub. Yeah, but it's, you can kind of hear the English spoken <laughs> words underneath the dub. But I can honestly say that 
nobody listening to this podcast has seen this film. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah, you I have, can't please say that I have. Please I mean... contact us. Please contact us. This will be that'll be the contest if you yes. have seen this film. Yeah. If you have an English copy of this film. Oh my God! Please let us know. Like, please yeah. let us know. Yeah, everyone. Uh, just... You will win something from Kyle. Something. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, something. Kyle will personally call you and tell you how, how much he's attracted to Kim Basinger. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I'll be your Kim Basinger. <laughs> I was trying to keep it a little bit nice for the children, but okay. Kyle uh, will be your Kim Basinger. I'll have to wax my butt like I'll <laughs> So, yeah, Jenny, anything else you want to add? or? Oh, man. Um, well, I guess, you know, adding adding two things. So, you know... One is just a, a little a little tidbit about me that I guess. Yeah, I'm yeah. Bit... What what's going on with you? What what are you doing? I'm... What's your next project? How can we oh, find man. you? Just See... tell us whatever you want to tell. <laughs> okay. Spill your well, guts. Spill in my guts, except kind of not really. But yeah, <laughs> I'm just really quick. You know, I'm out of the Game of Thrones houses. I feel like as much as like I love the whole like a Lannister pays their debts and would just love to chill with like Lena Headey and Peter Dinklage and drink wine like that sounds, sounds like amazing day. I probably am a little bit more like the the North remembers because I do have a grudge that you know just gonna oh, throw oh, out yes, here yes yes you, you mentioned this before just like um there's the dude from the CW show Supernatural and that guy can just fuck right off because he, like, right after Philip Seymour Hoffman died, like, you know, everyone was What's his like name? Jared Padalecki. So, you know, you're the great, on alert. The great yes. Jared Padalecki. Classic the, Kyle, you're on alert. <laughs> the actor of the ages, if you will, you know, from and Gilmore such Girls, classic, right? yes, Gilmore Girls as Dean. You know. Who would have thought Gilmore Girls would have come up what so much? <laughs> I know, right? Well, <laughs> Sally Struthers. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. he was like, oh, yeah, it's so senseless and so stupid. I'm Jared Padalecki. So, you know, just wanted to throw that out there that if by any chance he happens to hear this podcast, <laughs> go fuck yourself because yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman is fucking amazing in just like really small throwaway parts and then he can carry films like he can do goddamn anything so that's my little you know just like fighting for philip beyond the grave you no, know i know i know when his champion when we invited you on this podcast you mentioned that you wanted to put somebody <laughs> oh, <okay>. on notice <laughs> yes. and i'm glad you did so kyle <laughs> do it again for the audience What's his name again? Jared Padalecki. Jared. Jared? Yes. Jared. There's a lot yeah. of dicks out there named Jared. Right. Jared Padalecki, you're on alert. Yes. <laughs> wah, wah. We need to get a siren sound. You do, yes. Oh, man. But anyway, so um, I swear I'm not that petty, but you know. <laughs> um, as far as projects go, I've been working on a bunch of things. I um, have a film that I'm in that's in development called Empty Spaces by Kelly Brannon. It's really awesome. I get to play the sister of the main character and I am in a mental hospital. It's about um, like women artists in New York talking about anarchy and capitalism wow, and like awesome. it's all about like it's a black comedy like very like you know handling like the existential dread of the world it's i'm i'm looking forward to that so it's like doing that um i just came up from a shoot with the new york pinup club so that was oh, a lot fun. of fun got to be all like 60s fembot and like beach parties so oh, you know cool. definitely That's good awesome. times awesome. and yeah i um 
I have an Instagram that I post on. It's Jenny.O'Connell. So a very creative name. I know. <laughs> that's um, pretty easy to remember. But that's, yeah. you know, where you can see some of the like modeling photos. Yeah, and, we both yeah, follow everything. you on Instagram. We, yeah. Yeah. we definitely. Fun stuff. You're pretty yeah. active. Yeah. So yeah, try pre- to be. Pretty cool to see. Jenny, thank you so much for yeah. coming on. Sharing. Thank you. Yeah, ho- hope you had as much fun as we did. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Guys, always thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Check us out on Facebook, you know, PSI Love Hoffman Facebook uh, page. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Yeah, subscribe, like, comment. We like to hear more comments. Go on Cage Club. They've got a couple of new episodes that have come out. Check that out. And uh, we love you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Fictional audience. Only not fictional. We're waving to you. Yeah. (laughs) Goodbye. We always wave. Where did you come from, baby? How did you know I needed you? How did you know I needed you so badly? How did you know I'd give my heart gladly? Sex of things, sex of things, I believe in miracles.